0: That I we Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael and I'm joined as always by Kaylee. Hello. So we actually tried to record this episode yesterday and we almost finished it before we realized our audio was both fucked.
1: We're not very technical people, are we? <laughs>
0: I should be, but I'm not. But normally we start every episode by saying the email address of the podcast, which is paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com and our Twitter paranormal HL. The reason we do this is obviously so we can talk to people who listen to us and just hear their ideas and everything. And this week's episode is actually based on a suggestion from one of our emails and it was sent in by Larry. And he actually sent in a few of his own experiences as well. We basically have an idea on paper that we want to do an episode of just user submitted stories and stuff like that. Wait, maybe one or two more good ones because we do a some cool stuff so far but if you do want to talk about something always email in because just this entire episode this week will be on that suggestion and it's actually really cool so a lot of people know about the chupacabra and most people think of it as the dog creature that you always see pictures of it dead (laughs) the one we're going to talk about this week is actually the puerto rican chupacabra which is what started the entire thing
1: it's a cub- I actually never thought about that. Every picture I've seen of the Chupacabra, is it dead?
0: The Puerto Rican one is closer to an alien, I'd say, than an animal. Uh, but it's animalistic. And it's really a cool story, not just because of how it changed so much, but also how recent it is. Because when we first recorded this, you were really shocked to learn it was like
1: 1995. Yeah, it's fairly recent. I'd but don't know why. I, I pictured it being like a really old story that became more current, but like the story only started in 1995.
0: Yeah. Like that's when people like, that's when it's got its name. Yeah. Like it's a lot easier to talk about a creature that has a name. Yeah. 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 Cause the one most people think of when you hear Chupacabra is that like, Mexican dog
1: yeah pretty much a dog
0: it's got like a Mexican goat sucker like there's even a Scooby Doo movie that I watched once I had learned about it called The Monster of Mexico and it was all about this Bigfoot like chupacabra it had nothing to do with either versions of it but I just found it weird that it's a Mexican monster and not a Puerto Rican monster. Yeah, that's
1: true. The first case was in Puerto Rico, is not it?
0: It wasn't even the first case. It was like the first thousand cases.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: and then once it died out there, it moved to Florida and then Texas and the most north in America it's gone is like Maine. Oh, wow. But when it comes to South like it goes down to the very tip of South America but the first Chupacabra report was actually from March in 1995 when a farmer reported that eight of his sheep had been killed and drained of blood with three puncture wounds on each of them and all of them were on the chest which was something I found really weird because like with vampires and everything the puncture wounds are on the neck because that seems like the easiest place to get a lot of blood.
1: Yeah yeah like most animals even like tigers anything like that they always go for the neck because it's the easiest place to kill something too like you snap the neck the creature's dead basically so normally they just go for the neck and bite but never heard of anything killing by attacking something on the chest
0: yeah especially because like the neck would be softer yeah if you're trying to puncture through a chest like a chest is bone, it's rib ribcage. Yeah,
1: but three teeth as well. How does that work? Do you think it's like something that's missing a tooth?
0: Well, I actually had an idea about that, but I'll get to that in one minute when I'm describing how it looks, because I think I figured that out. Oh, sweet. The really baffling thing, though, is that it was on the chest, because, like, these are cows, goats, and stuff. Like, there was one where a cat was found, and it only had one hole, which was right through the middle of the head.
1: Whoa. Like, it was sucking his brain out. There was out. a
0: picture of that, but I, I knew you wouldn't want to see no, that. No, I don't want to see that. But even though the first... Uh, report was emerged there was one or two small sightings like I seen something running through the trees but I didn't get a good look at it or whatever Yeah. but the first person to get a really well one of the first people to get a really good look at it was Madeleine Tolentino now this was in august of 1995 and she said she saw a creature at one of her windows now she did an interview the next year with a magazine called ufo digest <laughs> which is like i said it to you already i love that name for that a magazine a name. it sounds like it sounds like such like, you know, like heat and wow <laughs> ufo digest yeah keep
1: up with the top alien diet that's such a cool name i love it i
0: still love that it's like archaeologists archaeologist her. this woman lost five thousand <laughs> years in one space trip find <laughs> out how Kanye West, alien lover. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to read out the whole interview because we actually tried to do that on our first recording around and it was an absolute nightmare and I'm pretty sure it's what broke our audio.
1: The interview was 10 pages long, so it's quite long. It's a good read, so I suggest anybody go and read it, but I think you're going to paraphrase it now, aren't you? It's
0: a great read. Yeah, (laughs) I have like, even paraphrased, like it's it's a lot but it's so worth reading because so much happens it is. like there's parts here i know for a fact you didn't get to yesterday when you were reading through it. no
1: i didn't it seems very very genuine if that makes any sense there's, there's a lot of details yeah here she too. describes
0: she describes it in a lot of detail and has an answer for every question she's asked yeah. but they also don't come across as like rehearsed answers because she's trying to like explain it properly and everything yeah so the first thing, she starts off with like she was looking out her window and she noticed the driver stopped in the road looking terrified so she thought he was getting robbed and then she looks a bit to, to her left and it's outside her window
1: <laughs> that's so freaky man
0: I, it's so weird especially when she starts talking about it and she's like it's, she starts detailing how his dark grey and then damp protruding eyes that run up to its temples spread to the side and the first time like we recorded I even said it, it sounds like wraparound sunglasses it
1: does yeah but just the the way she describes it is like damp eyes. Do you think it was like crying a little bit?
0: Oh, do you think it's like a frog? Do you know why they don't blink? Their eyes just like pop into their head to keep wet. <laughs>
1: Actually, yeah, that, that does sound pretty spot on, to be honest. Wait, frogs don't blink?
0: Yeah, frogs don't. Uh, some frogs don't blink. They like push food down into their mouth and everything with their eyes.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's weird.
0: There are frogs that blink, but I, don't, I know for a fact there are some that just use the whole swallow my eyeballs thing. Ugh it was about four feet tall and it had unnaturally long arms drawn back now when I tried to explain that to you yesterday I I get how it came off confusing but from all the reports I've seen people have compared it to holding its arms like a kangaroo would
1: (laughs) so it's like it's getting ready to fight someone
0: yeah like it's about to pounce it's in an attack position
1: I'm picturing like Conor McGregor, you know the way he holds his arms in front of him.
0: I, uh, whenever I think of his arms, I just think of him doing that, like, that
1: like walk, yeah, with thing. his arms. That's
0: yeah, I'm doing it right now.
1: Is that how the chupacabra walks?
0: I, if I see a cryptid walk towards me like that, I'll assume it's about to kill me.
1: I just assume it's good. yeah, literally going to murder me.
0: It's either about to kill me or it's someone's like hash plants. But when she described the arms, she said it ended with three long, skinny fingers on each hand, and I was just thinking when I was like reading into it what if it had three fingers it has three fingers and all the animals that were drained had blood drained had three yeah. puncture holes I didn't think of that so do you know in the movie do you know in the movie Scary Movie the way the aliens pee out their hand <laughs>
1: yes
0: what if it's like the reverse and he can suck up the blood with his hands
1: no what I was thinking like is like he like jabs his fingers into the neck and then and sucks, sucks the blood and sucks them
0: out through out. the yeah that's what I mean instead of peeing out through his hand he'd pull stuff in through his fingers
1: no 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 no, no. I don't mean he sucks it in through his fingers I mean he like stabs them in no, the neck no he Sucks the blood out of the holes. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, that I could get that because
1: there's some vampires that do that. Well, supposedly they have like sharpened thumbnails so they can stab people in the neck.
0: You've been reading Darren Shan.
1: No, this is actually IRL (laughs) vampires. You know, people who think they're vampires.
0: Oh, they have sharp
1: nails so they can cut people and then they suck the blood out.
0: Oh, that just makes me question so many girls I knew.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ, man! (laughs) Have you been a blood donor?
0: I've been a blood victim.
1: (laughs) Whoa. What does that mean?
0: But anyway, she started talking about its hair. And she says it's short and close to the body and rather well combed. So, like, good for it.
1: But, like, some animals do comb their fur. Like, to an extent. They'll, like, clean. Like, cats and stuff will clean their fur.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of that. Now, I sent you a picture of the chupacabra. Like, the artist rendition and uh, she actually has some complaints about that artist rendition oh okay she talks about how it looks like it's been burnt that there were spots on its body that looked ashen as if someone something had burned yeah. it and the burn spots looked like there was pinkish purple skin underneath as if the top layer had fallen off so maybe like it's regular skin that you'd see normally is like a suit or something because you always hear about aliens wearing skin tight suits oh. so maybe it's like he's version of a jacket
1: oh but like furry was this like an alien dressed in a fursuit?
0: Well, it's... It,
1: <laughs> a really sunburnt alien in a fursuit?
0: Ooh, Mr. Goat, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you... Ooh, but, but she does something that I think... There's one thing that uh. you never hear about an alien. Well, you do, but usually by, like, a certain kind of D. And I say that with quotation marks? But she does yeah. start talking about, like, its genitals and she talks about how like she's oh, okay. she's talking about its legs and how they were long and thin and it had three toes with kind of webbing like a goose but she does say that like she yeah. got down low to get a better look to check out what like equipment it had
1: how did she do that through a window? Well, it's
0: a pretty big window and like she crouched down just okay. to like
1: you
0: know get a better angle I guess
1: <laughs> Just look at its junk.
0: She does say, and I kind of feel sorry for it here, it has no genitals at all. She says it's completely sewed up. And when she noticed that, she actually laughed because she wondered if it shed out its mouth.
1: <laughs> no! Yeah, she why?
0: even says that in the interview, the first thing she did was, like, when she noticed it didn't have anything at all down there, it was completely smooth, which I think is another reason it might be wearing, like, a suit.
1: Did she say it was sewn up? Or...
0: Well, she used the word sealed.
1: Oh, so, like, it was... Like it was caught off?
0: I don't know. This is, this
1: conversation is getting weird, man.
0: But yeah, she said didn't have anything down there and she started laughing at that. But the one thing she does spend a good bit of time on is how it had stuff in its lower back that looked like feathers, but she does make a point of being very clear here that it has not it looks not like the rest of its body. And they were flat against its back and connected by some kind of webbing like its feet were, but it was God. copper and brown. Now again, like if it is wearing a suit, that could be like an actual thing. Like we do leave like hand holes on jackets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that could be what it actually looks like underneath the suit.
1: Maybe you think it's really hung up
0: on the suiting, and I don't know why.
1: You seem really convinced that it's wearing a suit.
0: It's just that she talks about how like it's been burned through, and you can see skin underneath the parts that have been burned. Like it, it sounds like it's wearing something. uh,
1: Animals that have fur like if they get burned the fur burns away as well and there's just flesh underneath
0: she doesn't really say it was furry she says it had hair
1: like hair on its head
0: i don't know because she never really specifies but she doesn't like she never says it has fur or hair all over its body she just says it has close well
1: yeah so she doesn't agree agree with that artist rendition of it either
0: so the main artist rendition you look up is like this small little goblin looking thing splotchy like a dalmatian with spikes going all the way up to the top of its head
1: yeah, it's and back. she said
0: the rendition for the most part is right, except for how it holds the arms. But the spikes aren't what it looks like there at all. The spikes actually only go up to about halfway up its back.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm.
0: And she doesn't know why he put him on the head, uh, but like she says, he understands. She understands he was trying to do it quickly.
1: It sounds strange, and it was like feathers. She described him
0: yeah she described them as feathers but then she said they weren't feathers she said it was kind of hard it was like spines but she said they were flat against its back they didn't stand up at all when people were looking at it in the street but it wasn't just a sighting like actual stuff actually happened so she tells her mother about it and her mother being an absolute legend goes out to fight it
1: (laughs) yeah i remember you telling me about Like she even
0: (laughs) says like in the interview she doesn't say her mother goes out to look she says her mother runs at it
1: what a woman what a
0: woman i know she says boy, but I don't know what age she means because she talks about how he works for her husband. <laughs> but it seems like everyone around her is very proactive except her because this legend just puts on his work gloves, runs in through woods after it and grapples it. I
1: mean, it was only like, what, between four to five foot tall? So it was small.
0: That's true. Yeah, it's like, it's like a child. Like, you can easily take it, I guess. But this thing is like... She does mention how thin it looks, like it's a very skinny creature. It's a very narrow creature.
1: So when the grandmother went outside, the thing took off sprinting into the woods, did it?
0: It didn't really sprint, it just like, kind of like edged away into the woodland, like into the tree line. The boy puts his clothes on, he goes after it and he manages to grab it. He said when he got close, the spines raised up and started changing colour. So it is like... Oh. Do you know the way you'd see like some animals do that?
1: Mostly birds and stuff.
0: Yeah, but like even like squids and stuff will do that. They'll change color and danger and things like that.
1: Just the just the spikes, though.
0: Yeah, just the spines raised and started changing color. Hmm. And when he managed to grab and like pry open its mouth, he saw that it had massive fangs and teeth.
1: Why would he do that? Why would he do that? I
0: think I, I can kinda... possess
1: this man to open the mouth.
0: I'm picture thinking pictures. Do you ever see King Kong? Do you know when he's like fighting the dinosaurs and he just rips the large <laughs> <to try laughs> head? He just kill rips it? the
1: jaw. off. but like this
0: creature is having such a bad day because like first off a woman's laughing at it for not having a willy (laughs) then some grandmother starts chasing it then a fella grabs it and starts checking out its teeth and then a child pulls up on a bike and starts throwing broken glass bottles at it
1: imagine if that was the alien that was coming down to make contact with us that's
0: what I was just about to say that's exactly how (laughs) I can imagine first contact going hey look at him with no willy throwing (laughs) bottles at him lads (laughs) The really kind of worrying thing that she said she found worrying was when it managed to get away from the boy and it was started like trying to get a escape the mother yelled to a neighbor to catch it and said it's going that way after she said what direction it was going it changed directions and sped up
1: whoa and she
0: said this made her think it was definitely not as dumb as like a normal animal and it could understand her
1: what it's just totally different than the the dog you know like the chupacabra that you'd picture like the goat sucking dog thing that most people would consider the chupacabra this thing is like it's walking on two legs, it's got like feathery spines, three claws, it like, we can fly?
0: Well, uh, there's a few things, there's a few other things about it, like there's an awful smell it emits that people say is like a medicine or poison because it numbs your throat and it can make it hurt. That's weird. But there was another sighting that she talks about and it was one by the church pastor. Oh. And he was coming home from his church when he seen it by the road so he gets out of his car to look at it because he thinks it's some kind of like demonic puppet or something that you know someone put up to be like hey, look at this weird creature and when he gets closer he like can get the smell Ooh! and he sees that it has like a proboscis darting in and out of its mouth
1: it has what
0: um do you know like a, a mosquito has that thing for like draining blood
1: oh yeah like the tongue but he thing.
0: said this one is like a fish gig which is like do you know the way when you have a trident the, at the top of the trident on the top of it there's like the arrowhead yeah it's basically for like hooking in into the flesh so it doesn't get pulled out or like fall out yeah yeah but he said it was darting in and out and when i was thinking of that i was like animals do that when they're like tasting the air to get a sense of what's around yeah them.
1: don't snakes do that to smell things
0: yeah 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 so like maybe it was confused by the fact that it didn- he didn't try and like smack a bottle off it or something And it was like <laughs> what's going on there's a brilliant quote here and it's an actual quote from him that when he got the smell and the feeling in his throat got too bad he said this has got nothing to do with me i'm getting back in the van and then he left Wow. But he said, but as he was leaving, he seen it go straight up into the air.
1: (laughs) It just got raptured.
0: (laughs) Kind of, because I mentioned it to you already, but like there was reports it could go straight up and down from the sky and not like it was flying, but, and here's a quote, drawn upward with a magnet. So like it was getting like (laughs) abducted. It got raptured.
1: (laughs) I'm picturing like, uh, you know, the like lollipop sliding pop noise where it's like, (laughs)
0: You did that a lot better than I did. There's been reports of like flattened grass, almost like a nest wherever it takes off and land. And all I could think of was the Bifrost and tour and how it leaves a mark whenever he uses it. Oh yeah. So like, if it is something pulling it up into the sky, it's clearly pushing down at the ground level as well. Does that make sense?
1: I always pictured the chupacabra as like something that was very possible i thought it was just like you know like a breed of dog or a mixed breed of two animals that was like
0: like that russian dog
1: yeah like like that stuff can happen
0: uh there was some like russian military dog they bred to be like so like a war dog and they met it they bred it and it was accidentally too violent and they had to like discontinue the species because it was just mauling and killing everything
1: this is bizarre This sounds like aliens (laughs) it just sounds like the strangest alien that i've ever heard of but it really sounds like something was picking it up but i just think the idea of it being an alien like coming down to earth for the first time because it doesn't sound like a species that we've ever heard of before it sounds nothing like any other aliens and it coming down to earth and being like hey guys what's up and it gets glassed with a bottle and its mouth gets ripped open <laughs> and like
0: what's in your mouth
1: i keep picturing it like you know when your dog <laughs> eats something that it wasn't supposed to eat that's what i was just <laughs> like thinking of
0: it's like what you what you've got <laughs> spit it out but it is funny you said the word species there because that's one thing that gets it's like a detractor to this so madeline said that one of the she has three reasons like three ideas of what it could be One is like some weird monster. Just like a normal monster, if that makes sense. Like nothing special about it, it's just a monster that lives in the world. The second one is, she thinks it's like an alien version of a dog. Like someone just left their pet here and now it's running rampant.
1: It's like Stitch and we just abused it.
0: Yeah, it's basically like Stitch except a bit of an asshole. they like farm animals.
1: Well, yeah, well Stitch would probably be an asshole too. Uh,
0: and her other, her other suggestion was, because there's a lot of American military bases on the island, because it's basically a Commonwealth of America. It's not a state, but it's part of America in a sense. But they do a lot of tests there, and I think I mentioned it to you. Like there's some of these bases where like the cancer rate is 27% higher if you live near this base
1: yeah you were saying that, that's insane to me
0: and she said she was talking to a reporter who said that Hurricane Hugo went through the area and destroyed the base and that's what they said closed it but they, what he really thinks happened is that something escaped now they've had escaped monkeys before apparently but nothing like this
1: yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit different than a monkey getting out, actually you know what I think a monkey would be burst. this thing at least ran away from people, monkeys come at you
0: There was so much going on here, people were getting really worried about the chupacabra because by the end of 1995 over a thousand animal deaths had been chalked up to it. Now to give you an idea of how bad this was for the economy, I looked up and I went like on Google and stuff you can always change the year. So I started reading news reports from 1995 to 1996 and they even say that the average price of like three goats was $500.
1: Jesus Christ
0: so a thousand oh my god a thousand is a lot of money way too much money for it to yeah. just be a hoax now the island's not even a hundred miles long in the space of 10 months from March 1995 to January 1996 animals were being killed off left and right all over the island now there was some variations of what the creature looked like according to witnesses but it was basically this general thing sometimes it had a tail sometimes it had hairy arms but mainly like just that
1: and like we're Were all the killings, like, puncture wounds to the chest? Like, the majority of them, or...?
0: Most of the animals are just either mauled or puncture-wounded, and they've all been apparently drained of blood. Now, some vets did take a look at some of the animals and said they weren't drained of blood, but the ones that they looked at apparently didn't have puncture wounds. Oh, okay. They had just, like, broken necks and, like, broken legs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Now... There was one thing i found out about that i'd never heard before when i was looking it up called the vampire of mocha so the vampire of mocha was basically the chupacabra of the 70s and it was on the same island it had the same pattern it was like a mass amount of animals were killed and drained of blood from february up until july
1: the vampire of mocha just sounds like a halloween coffee a french, drink though, a right? french vampire it sounds like something that would be in like starbucks for a halloween special the vampire of mocha i drink that i'm picturing like a mocha with like a red drizzle on the top black I want that. mocha with red drizzle Tell on the top to make that I will I will
0: <laughs> I really want that Me now. Too. <laughs> and with the vampire of mocha case it was over like a five month period and 160 animals were killed and that's only what was reported and classified as attacks by that creature so there could be a lot more that were just put up to like whatever it got to the point actually in 1975 that a senator even told sorry a senator even told the head of police, sort out what the hell was happening, because it's seriously impacting the agriculture. But like, just like the 1995 ones, the attacks just kind of stopped suddenly. Now, there was a lot of alien stuff evolved in the 1975 ones that weren't really mentioned with the Chupacabra ones. So like people were seeing fireballs over the town at night. One man and his children seen like flashing lights that in the sky that he said were like the siren of a police car. No, no, do you like the light on top? Sorry. But an entire town even seen an alien over a house.
1: Like an, like an actual alien or a UFO? A
0: spaceship. A cigar-shaped one with portholes along it that would, like, spin. And I don't mean, like, the portholes would spin in place, but, like, they'd rotate around it. But there was a... Then in the 1995 one, there was none of that. Do you know what I think it might be? What? I have two things, right? One, it's like a Jeepers creeper situation where it wakes up every few years. It has to feed and then it goes back to sleep.
1: I really like that theory, but also it really scares me.
0: What if then as well, it is something, let's say the first time with the vampire of Mocha, it was an alien that got left by whatever. Yeah. And let's say they captured it because there was reports of like a bit of metal with a red light on top that sounded like a lot like a helicopter. Yeah. And people thought it was a ufo as well so what if the people at the base captured it and then in 1995 it broke out again so it wasn't an experiment ah. that broke out it was this alien that they captured in the 70s that's
1: clever i like that i really like that Terry. that's pretty cool
0: well that's the like puerto rican one and it's a creature and it has yeah. abilities and everything the mexican-american one like the continental
1: yeah, yeah, the, almost like pop culture chupacabra.
0: Yeah, that is basically just, like, a dog with disease. What do you think the explanations are?
1: I have no idea. Normally I have an explanation. I have something that will... I don't know, I'm always, like, either it happened or it didn't. I don't know with this one. It's so strange. Something
0: something definitely happened for them to lose, like, for so many people to lose so much yeah, money's worth of life Yeah, that's livestock. the that
1: hooks me. It's like, if it was just the sightings, it's like, okay, I'd be like, alright, those people are batshit. But the there was just thousands of animal deaths
0: yeah because like when you hear about people faking or hoaxing something like this it's always to make money not to lose a shitload. again like three goats three goats is worth 500 there was a farmer who lost 22 goats in one night but yeah guys that's basically a quick <laughs> quick rundown of the Puerto Rican Chupacabra and I might do the Vampire of Mocha soon but it really like this episode was all based on just the suggestion we got in and if there's anything you'd like to suggest always just email or message us because we do love hearing from you.
1: I really really enjoyed that so thank you to Larry for sending it in to us. Thank you. Thanks Larry.
0: Hopefully you enjoyed that guys and have a good week.
1: Bye guys. Bye.